0: Now entering Nerdist.com
1: My name is Ben Blacker. I'm the creator of the Nerdist Writers Panel series. Follow me on Twitter, at Ben Blacker, and let me know who you'd like to see on this series. I'm always looking for new ideas for TV show, movies, books, comics, anyone you like who writes things. Do me a favor, though, and check the archive to see if we've already had that person on whom you would like to hear from. Uh, I am a television writer. I've written for supernatural, super ninjas, and I'm currently on the Netflix uh, DreamWorks show Puss in Boots. Uh, I'm also the co-creator of the Thrilling Adventure Hour stage production in the style of old-time radio, which is a weekly podcast here on the Nerdist Network. For more information, visit thrillingadventurehour.com. Each and every Nerdist Writers Panel benefits 826LA, the national writing program for students, Uh, please check them out at 826LA.org. A couple of live Nerdist Writers panels coming up that we are very excited about. In Los Angeles on Sunday, September 21st at 5 p.m. at good old Nerd Melt, uh, we are sitting down with showrunner Greg Plageman and all of the person-of-interest writers. It should be a lot of fun. They're going to give you a sneak preview of the next season. They're going to talk about how last season came together, uh, you never know who will stop by. So that's on Sunday, September 21st, 5 p.m. Go to holdmyticket.com and look for the orange Nerdist Writers Panel logo, or just go to facebook.com slash Nerdist Writers Panel, and I'll be updating about all the live shows there, including October 9th, Thursday, October 9th, 7 p.m. in New York uh, at the Housing Works bookstore, uh, and this is to benefit, uh, AIDS research, which all the Housing Works stuff does, uh, I'll be sitting down again with Terrence Winter, the creator of Boardwalk Empire, Oscar nominee for The Wolf of Wall Street, uh, as well as a couple of newcomers to the panel, Danny Strong, my old pal Danny Strong, uh, former actor, current terrific writer. He's working on The Hunger Games, Mockingjay movies, uh, he wrote The Butler, he wrote HBO's Recount, which was really cool, um... And Alice Cott, who is a writer for Marvel's uh, Secret Avengers right now, and Iron Patriot. He also wrote Zero from Image Comics. Uh, Secret Avengers is a great comic, and I really wanted to talk to Alice about it. So that is on Thursday, October 9th from 7 p.m. in New York uh, at the Housing Works bookstore, and again benefits AIDS research. Uh, It should be real cool Again, the best way to find out how to get tickets for all these things Is go to our Facebook page and like it Facebook.com slash Nerdist Writers Panel And to follow me on Twitter at Ben Blacker I'll be updating about this stuff Uh, While in New York, this is all part of New York Comic Con's uh, Super Week We'll be doing a couple of live Nerdist Comics panels too Featuring such folks as Brian Michael Bendis um, and Jerry Duggan And Charles Sewell uh, These are going to be really cool They're going to be uh, during the week Before New York Comic Con So you know, between October 8th and 10th And I will uh, update on Facebook And on Twitter about that Again Facebook is Facebook.com slash Nerdist uh, And Twitter is me At Ben Blacker um, And I'll, I'll let you know how to get tickets for those As soon as they go on sale Hope to see you at one of these live events. We haven't done them in a while. It'll be good to be back. Get your questions ready. Those are always the best parts. Thanks for listening, as ever.
2: It's the Nerdist Writers Panel, and it's hosted by Ben Lecker, where he
0: gets a bunch of writers, and he asks them lots of questions, and it's starting now, so
2: this will be the end of the theme.
1: <coughs> Welcome back to the Nerdist Writers Panel. When how you we say know? panel, how I are mean- you spelling that? How would we ever know? <laughs> <laughs> I see how those are gonna be Everyone coming. has to come <laughs> for
2: the first time.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Hopefully. The
1: potty mouths you hear <laughs> are the creators of Quickdraw, uh, which is a Hulu program. Mm-hmm. Am I saying that correctly? I believe. Or yes. original, original. Program. Hulu original program. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nancy Hauer and John Lair. Thank you guys for being Thank here. You. Thank Glad you. Glad to be here. Um, let's get into
2: it. <laughs> Comedy. <sighs> Let's get okay. Really What's the
1: secret of comedy? First of Process. all, make sure
2: everything is spelled correctly. Everything's
0: in threes uh, and
2: outline. Yeah, <laughs> and prime numbers. <laughs> I heard it's twos now.
0: Oh wow! What? Is I actually. Oh you know.
2: Jesus! Fuck. Well, we're gonna miss our pickup on that. We need to recut. We don't have time for threes anymore. <laughs> That's <laughs> you're right, true. You're right. Episodes are shorter. We're lucky are shorter. if we get ones. Really, <laughs> <laughs> one is not a prime number. Because, or is it? I mean, it's divisible by itself and one, Ugh, but the, the one it. is it. John so realized the John. other
0: day that he puts a prime number in every show we have. That is true. Prime number joke. Look well, for it. Well, that's
2: weird yeah. and obsessive. Yes. Well, that's who I am. <laughs> yeah. I'm medicated, but they haven't gotten all of it out of me.
1: <laughs> uh, tell us, if you would, about Quick Draw. For those who have not seen it, uh, for those who don't know how to work Hulu, like my mom,
0: and mine well it's it's,
2: <laughs> it's based around anal insertion it's a, it's a <laughs> that's not of that far off.
0: <laughs> it's a guy who in 1875 he comes uh t- from Harvard University perhaps you've heard of it and um he he has studied forensics the very first forensics guy to come and uh, study uh, and and become a sheriff out in out in the wild west. In a so in a town
2: in Kansas, Great Bend. Yeah. So it's a it's a comedy western. It's CSI meets gunsmoke. But funny.
0: <laughs> With a little modern family thrown in. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. About that. <laughs> um, but it is
1: and, and we should say this off the bat that you guys being here is a lie.
0: Mm-hmm. That it is
1: an unusual show because yeah. it is not strictly scripted. That correct. is correct.
2: It is. It's scripted, but take the word "scripted" and put it in italics, and then <laughs> add an asterisk and highlight it, and go down to sure. a footnote and mm-hmm. say, "However, the dialogue is entirely improvised." Right,
1: which is really neat. And and I was sent some of your like your outline stuff, the what? beats that you What? Who said on. that? We yeah, call yeah. It
2: I have script. an Total We need that to be paid be as out. a
0: script too. So, so it is technically yeah. a script. It's a script. <laughs> it's a script. It's a script. It's a script. It's a script.
2: We're in the Writers Guild. What? Well, I mean, it is very thorough it is yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is a story yeah. some people say dense Since, they use the word yeah. dense uh there's a lot we've we've burned out a lot of development executives yeah. with our scripts yeah. Two which suicides is part, that is part of the of the just the genius yeah. of how we do it because we write so much mm-hmm. that they can't notice to death because we just kill them <laughs> we just kill them or All if right. they
0: say you know this should change we're like okay, okay. because mm. no one ever sees it so if, this, if the actors don't see it, then, you know... It, so that's
1: just uh, a a document for you guys and for the development executive? Yeah, and for, and the, for crew. the
0: crew. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. so
1: costume for, and, sure. and all. And
0: that's how it's different from other, you know, quote, improv shows. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, um, usually on other shows like Larry David or something, people know what they're coming in to do. They know, I die in this scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys show up, that, you know... Uh, Kim Coles came uh, to do something, and, you know, we were like, okay, you're going to get shot in the head. And she was like, what? You know, so it's it's very getting the immediacy of that what
1: uh, i want to ask about the process but before what does that do for the actors who are coming in you know who aren't there every week
2: it's weird i mean i think when we started doing this with 10 items or less which was the show we did Mm. on tbs and it at the at the beginning when we were starting to kind of nurture this process there would be people who would come in and occasionally who would just freak out.
1: Yeah, sure.
2: And and especially because we don't just cast it all improvisers. I mean, there are people from places like the Groundlings or Second City or what have you, but I would say a good 50% of our of the people we like to use are people who weren't in improv troops, you know, or weren't. But it has uh, gotten
0: more and more. It has gotten. I think more, we've gotten more. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: but but still, there are people like sure. Kim Coles who have never all, all, Im- improvised before. Mm-hmm. So, and sometimes those people, when they get the cameras are rolling, they're just. It's weird, though. Some of the people who kind of freak freaked out the most in those early years, were, though, were people who came from improv and just tried so hard mm-hmm. to be funny and yeah. witty you know they were I know, they would just talk so much and they wouldn't
0: they would talk over everything and you'd be like you need we need to hold have mm-hmm. a moment and listen to each other here and and that was a kind of like whoa sure yeah
2: you know. the other trippy thing is is you do you know you shoot a scene for you know a couple hours and you come away and as an actor and you're like w- was that funny I mean I just vomited for two hours and you know Nancy's there and she's like yeah it is because we're gonna cut it into 30 it's, seconds it's four lines you know? you know what
0: I mean and and people never remember the good stuff oh, sure. and so a lot of a lot of my job is just to remind them of the good stuff that they mm-hmm. did mm-hmm. so that they don't completely lose their minds
1: well okay so let's let's uh talk about the process of putting this together uh, let's talk about quick draw specifically okay um, <clears throat> what is the role that each of you play in putting together a story how does the story come together and then how is that document format,
2: uh, uh, formulated? And, then and formatted. Form- I, at what it has point to be formatted. Mm, well, first
0: well, but, we get naked. Uh, yeah, uh, and have sex. And then we, like
2: every male-female team. We, we
0: put up a board.
2: <laughs> Just. Uh,
0: yeah. And then we, you know, we essentially, we talk about, first we, we talk about everything history-wise. You know, I think it's pretty the way... Most people do a show where you're like, let's talk about everything that's funny. Let's talk about the history that we think is great. And yeah, there's a
2: lot of a lot of the show up, is, yeah. is based on actual, you know, historical facts. For example, there's an episode this year where somebody has rabies. OK, that hilarious. Right. Sure, that's what we thought. Because we found out that one of the side effects of rabies is is that you become sexually aroused mm-hmm. uh, erections that don't go away and a and a strong need for thirst. We also found out. That in the 1800s, people who had rabies, they just locked them up until they died. Yeah. And to us, that's hilarious. Yeah. Sure. So who
0: doesn't love old, old Yeller and exactly. la- laugh hysterically? Exactly. When the- so
2: we have a lot of these facts, we have a lot of these ideas where yep. we want to take the characters
0: and then we sort of backwards um, engineer it because uh, we shoot these very quickly. We shoot them in two and a half days, so we have an amount of scenes or I should say locations where mm-hmm. we know. Okay, we can do four locations in a day. So then we, uh, we have sort of a, a weird sort of board where we put our um, scenes up. And then we sort of slot them in. And then, uh, you know, do the obvious, what are our, our uh, commercial outs and ins. Mm-hmm. And, and, and once we've we've sort of gone through the nuts and bolts, we then go in and go, how can this thing be the funniest possible scenario? For mm-hmm. the actors, you know. And then we sort of talk through that.
1: Let me and is is it just you guys? Do you have yeah. a room? Just just the two of us. Yeah. Yeah. We're, We're
2: the room. My bedroom. <laughs> uh why not have a room? It's expensive. Sure. Um yeah. That's and a good we, reason. And we've always we've always written this way. Mm-hmm. Uh it's just we love it. I, I mean we love so cracking easy. each other up. Yeah. It, it's more – I think it's more efficient.
0: Yeah.
2: Also, because yeah. like Nancy said, because we reverse engineer it, it's it, – it, 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 we start with budget and work back mm-hmm. uh, because we know we have to come in on budget. We know – because we're also the showrunners. We know – And we're the
0: studio. And so. we're the
2: studio. So <laughs> we've got to so come we in. we can't
0: go over budget. Yeah. Uh,
2: so, you know – and like like Nancy said, we figure out how much we can shoot, you know, and mm-hmm. we know we're going to do an at one big action thing per show. Sometimes we break that rule, but for the most part.
0: Somet- or two, one or two. And mm-hmm.
2: we, you know, negotiate, uh, okay, if we're going to add the second one, let's take out a scene here from act two. The, and then we kind of slot, start to break the story backwards mm-hmm. from there in yeah. a weird way. So at some point you've got this... Whiteboard with all these boxes representing all the scenes and all the act breaks that are now getting filled in,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, and it's just the two of us kind of convincing each other that it's funny. <laughs> yeah,
0: and then and then sometimes we'll we'll do the outline, and then one of us will get up and act out Every. the entire show, and then the other person will watch, and then we'll switch, and then the other and then once we we're both. <laughs> completely insanely laughing. We're like, okay, this is ready to be written. And then I'll take act 1, he'll take act 2, we write it or vice mm-hmm. versa. And then we switch and we rewrite each other's mm-hmm. and we note them, we and note them and, and
1: then the other person rewrites it. Yeah. I mean, uh, I would imagine that writing process goes pretty quickly. You know, you yes. you've probably worked these scenes to death by this time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So really, you're just giving you're giving the intention of the scene. Right? Yeah, you're giving a scenario
0: well that is to be played. Yeah, I mean, as you saw, you know, I I think one of the things that can happen especially once it starts to go through the notes processes you know it starts off and 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 it's just in a manageable scene and certainly as a director you're you want to be able to explain to the actor in a very simple way without being like you need to say this that that right. and then uh, there's this thing and that right. so what it sometimes happens is you we write something that's really concise and then it just gets longer and longer and longer mm-hmm. and then we turn around and we go oh we got to cut this back down sure because it gets...
2: It comes out usually... There's, very rarely is there dialogue. Sometimes we'll throw in some dialogue just because it's more efficient to explain the story mm-hmm. to the reader. But it usually comes out to about 20 pages, single spaced, 20 to 30, single spaced. You know, it's thick. It's mm-hmm. dense. It reads kind of like a short story, I guess. Well,
1: let me ask, you know, and, and I'm this is going to come out in a way that I don't mean it to come out, but... At oh, that Jesus. point, why not oh, script it? Oh, oh. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah. Because because the 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 process we're really trying to get to mm-hmm. is really funny actors on the floor finding it as we go and coming out with dialogue that you couldn't in a million sure. years write and things that happen especially like, you know, when you're doing I mean some of the stuff is is has to be pretty majorly planned out because it's a western. Mm-hmm. So you know, if he's shooting this guy and that guy's shooting, you you do have to be pretty mechanical about it. But the the comedy elements of it. So much of that stuff is like you could have written it. And it's the same way when we would audition actors. Mm-hmm. I would say like 99 actors would come in with the same exact oh, same lines. Exactly. You could write it out. Yeah. And I think that's why actors a lot of times go. They use my dialogue in that. Imp-. So we don't even do when we have a cast come into uh, audition. We don't use the scenes oh, wow. because we're looking for that one percent who don't say the thing that you think that. They're supposed to say, yeah. and don't try to go to plot too heavily.
2: Also, when people are improvising, they play the character differently. They're, they're, they're embodied it. They mm-hmm. own it. They're, they're, I don't know. There's just a mm-hmm. different vibe that comes from mm-hmm. it. It just feels more authentic to me sometimes, especially in yeah. comedy. Um, there is the, that
1: kind of looseness, a kind of easiness yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. that it feels lived in.
2: Yeah. And, uh, and, and they own it. They just feel like they've built it from mm-hmm. the inside. Cause they have in a lot of ways. Um, and so that that you know that rhythm and that tone that you get is different, and that's mm-hmm. what we 're going for, but we want a strong narrative too, sure. so that 's why we have to do all of this back work absolutely uh to make sure also this is a procedural this show, mm-hmm. so there are clues that have to be found and a mystery that needs to be solved. Most of that stuff falls on my character mm-hmm. because he's the sheriff, but also because I know the script and he's
0: sure. really. One of the only actors who who I know who can just spit it out and make hmm. it funny at the same time, which is an incredibly difficult skill to have. Sure. I mean, it's insane. It's
2: Not very marketable, but it is a <laughs> well, very. <you> found <laughs> it. Well, I have yeah. found it yeah. in yeah. one place. Well, I, I I have one skill that's not marketable, but I have somehow <laughs> made it marketable.
1: Um, well, I want to ask about you know how how you guys found each other, but before that, uh, just one more thing about quick draw. Why give yourselves this extra challenge of a western and a procedural?
2: <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you well, guys? We hate it. we hate ourselves. I,
0: I I think in some ways it's uh, it makes it easier because. Um, it's you don't tr- have to try to be funny, you know. Hmm. We're using a lot of scenarios that happen really happened back then, and th- it may and they're crazy things, you know. Um, a, like- gra- a grasshopper plague, which <laughs> you know wipes out all the farms in. Or Kansas. The, ra-
2: the rabies thing yeah. is a perfect example. The stakes are super high. Crazy. You just play it for real, and then the comedy yeah. just flows out in this great. Great way, it, it, you know,
0: it weirdly makes them more grounded because mm-hmm. the sc- scenarios are so like and, you know, everyone was dead at 40. And, you know, and you're like, that's that is a basis for great comedy, just to, to know that that's the world everybody's walking into.
2: And to put makes guns sense. and horses and comedians hands, and you know, it's <laughs> yeah. just awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's just to see a comedian ride by on a horse while you're, you know, setting up for a scene just with a look on his yeah. face of just utter terror. It's just... <laughs>
0: we got Frangela on a horse. Uh, do you know Frangela? Sure. Uh, amazing. And they, uh, you know, they they were so game. They just got there. They, ne- you know, uh, Angela's from Detroit. You know, she's like, we don't do horses, you know. Here. <laughs> and, you know, they just ju- jump up on that horse. They're so game. And, and, that, it, and they're just like, I can't believe I'm in a Western. And that's, that's you cool. know, it's fun. That's cool.
1: All right. So, do tell me uh, how how did you guys find each other? How did you discover this is that you can work together and that this Hmm. is the kind of work you want to do?
2: Well, Nancy was the lead singer in a band called Wench, uh, which was kind of I describe it as a cross between the Go Go's and the Tubes, Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) which I think is I think it's a compliment, a high compliment.
2: She had, it was this band, she was the lead singer, and they had three super hot backup singers, and one of, one which, of them I dated, Yeah, and who now still works on Quick Draw. Mm-hmm.
0: And he announces it.
2: At Evie Peck.
0: Yeah. Well, Evie said to me while we were in the band, I had started to uh, direct f- my first film, mm. <clears throat> which is a weird story in and of itself. It was right around nine eleven, And the guy who gave me the money for the film had his offices at the World Trade Center. And uh, this was like, I think it was at the sum yeah, it was the summer of 2001. Mm -hmm. And um, Evie took me to the show and I was just, I just finished casting and I saw this long form improv thing and I was like, Hmm. The, I, and at first she was like, improv, I was like, ugh, this is miserable. The correct response. Exactly. Right? I was like, it's going to be like, name a place, my <laughs> vagina, you know, it's just not going to be fun. So Although that
2: would be now, That actually was <laughs> yeah. a good one,
0: but in any case, they, I get there and I'm like, this is insane. It was like they told a whole story in 45 minutes, they became like 20 different characters, it was soulful, it was funny, you know, it was just, it was amazing. So afterwards, I was like, you know, I asked him if he would come and, um, do something at that point everything had been cast and he came i think you had like two lines yeah
2: it was a guy <coughs> in a waiting room and she said uh why don't you you can improv mm-hmm. improvise as much as you want so i just started improvising and it was just we just loved oh, was each like, other this is <laughs>
0: incredible because
2: i had been looking for someone you know nobody can direct and cut imp- that's where improv on mm-hmm. film really falls because mm-hmm. they just can't find people who ha- have it. And Nancy just has this genius to be able to go with the flow while she's directing and not get too caught up mm-hmm. in it where she ends up crushing it like a bug. But at the same time, sort of corralling this, you know, herd of cats. And then most importantly too, able to protect that in the edit room and, you know, bring out what works about improv. And it's just – it's really hard to find that. And so we both kind of discovered each other and <laughs>
0: – Well, you know, I th- John's being kind, but I think that in the beginning I was – I had done n- never done – he was the first time I had hmm. sort of done that. And then uh, the film fell apart. The uh, The World Trade Center went down and a lot of people – passed away that we're working on the film and then uh, I kept on I was sitting in the editing room and I just kept on re-editing this one scene and uh, it was the scene with John and I was like, this guy is so fucking funny can I say fucking? <gasps> anyway, he was so amazing so I called him and I said I know this is crazy I have a camera, this went from like an actual production to like, right. I have a camera <laughs> and a mic and I was like, do you think that we could collaborate? And I, shockingly, he was like, yes. But, you know, at that time, he, he was a big, he was, you know, he, well, let's, he had it going on. Let's,
1: let's uh, kind of step back for a second. What is your improv training? What had you been doing to this point?
2: Well, I had done improv in Chicago, uh, and I had taken Second City training classes, but I didn't, I never really fell into the style of improv at that point, which was more game oriented, mm-hmm. like Nancy was saying, and and more, sa- you know, Saturday Night Live kind of uh, style. That was mm-hmm. I just I, I was always more attracted to acting a scene and relationships and that kind of thing and storytelling. Mm-hmm. And um, so I didn't do very well at all. And uh, I came out to Chicago. I mean, came out from Chicago to L.A. and essentially drank and drugged. Uh, a decade of my life away but in the process uh you know did some movies for Noah Baumbach and did some started doing some writing and and ended up selling stuff here and there and so I was kind of patching uh, a career together somewhat.
0: I think you're, like, leaving something out, though. I mean, what? He, you were sort of the beginning of long-form improv. Well,
2: yeah, I, the, the troupe, the group... You, there was that, a, there you're was here a group, to say nice things about him. See,
0: in, serious, in all seriousness, there was a group that is sort of like the beginning of long-form, So yeah, was there was Ed.
2: A, Yeah, there was okay. an improv group I was in call, in Chicago called Ed, which is
0: fleeting and not...
2: But the few people who do know about it do credit it with some of well, yeah, the long-form. Always mm-hmm. the case. Style. Right. Right. And uh, so I, I was doing that out here. And, you know, so I was – I had kind of broken up my improv into being a writer and an actor like a lot of improvisers do. And I was selling scripts here and there and working here and there and did a horrible sitcom and was the Geico caveman and, you know, little – you know, things like that. And making um, out a living. But, uh, yeah, but I really wanted to uh, – I wanted to do, I really felt that this could be brought to the camera. And I had sold a pitch to Fox right before meeting Nancy. That I I had directed because I couldn't find anybody to do it, who do could do it and I didn't do it justice at all. So when she showed me some of the stuff that she shot, I was like, "Holy shit! This is I, you know." I was just really into it. I knew I knew that she was the person that I've been looking That's for. Great.
1: So so what was the nature of these first collaborations when you called up and said, "I have a camera, let's do stuff."
0: Well, it turned into a, a film called Memron, which mm-hmm. is on uh, Netflix. Netflix right now, and. uh, Basically, we would get together like one day a week, and um, and we would uh, you know we do this thing where it, we'd be like, who do you want to work with? And there was a, there was an outline. It was a very th- I mean very thin, thin. Mm-hmm. and um, we started to gather all these incredible character actors, and um, and I w- I had the camera, and I I like built this like boom that kind of came out of my chest. <laughs> And then hovered over. So you could
1: do it yourself? So,
0: yes. So sometimes I'd be, like, shooting with a, right. this thing. And then sometimes there would be, like, two people talking. I'd literally hand one actor the mic. Well, so she'd pan uh, off
2: uh, one actor and hand him right. the mic, and, and then he then would, would boom whip and the And then I would
0: pan back and grab And then we got into this sort of weird rhythm where the actors started to realize uh, it, that they had to take a beat before talking. <laughs> so it would be like, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. And then they knew... I, I as soon as I whip Pan away, they had to shut up. So it became this really fun sort of cool. game, really and then that film became Memron, mm-hmm. and that I think I made that film for five thousand, and it, that wow. was also with Evie Peck. Yeah, <laughs> and um, so you know, ultimately that. that show went, went on to win Slam Dance, and because it won Slam Dance, we then used that to be like, hey. Um, John had a friend at NBC and was like, "We have another show. I, there was a woman who lived next door to me who was on strike. It was during the sure. um, the groceries strike, and it gave me the idea of like, Hey, we should do something in a grocery and then John and I started talking about what we could do in a grocery. At first, it was going to be scabs, remember and yeah. you 're like i don 't think that 's going to last yeah." And then, uh, and then we ran around and shot a sizzle reel. And we would It was during the grocery strike. So we'd run into the grocery store and we'd shoot until somebody would run and say yeah, they were calling the police. Managers of a
2: striking grocery store are really into oh people with God. cameras sure. just running and in and like, shooting we'd be like, we're
1: students. Chip. So what were, what were you going in and doing? Did you have a plan when you oh, went yeah. in or
2: was it just go in and... We would figure, rest. like, hey, when we go in there, why don't you do a tour as if you're the manager yes. of the grocery store? Right. And I had a sweater vest on and we went in. And we yeah. cut that into, like, a three-minute, you know, little demo sizzle thing Mm -hmm. and sold a show
0: and it was a weird way to sell because he he had a friend at NBC he was like we just want to do a practice pitch because we had never done that Hmm. and we went in and in the room she goes I want to buy this. And we were like, okay. And then we went to Sony and they said the same. And then that's when it started a so we little bit like it's more. easy
2: to sell TV. How easy is This it? is easy. What the fuck? Why do people say it's so hard? You just go in and, and do it. And three years later.
1: <laughs> this is exactly how it is for every single person. Yes. Yeah. You just go in and talk to them. So now you guys are faced with making a
0: show. <laughs> well, and it was so wild because here, I had not really, I mean, I actually, John's saying it was in a band but I was also an actor. I had come from that background. I was suddenly, like, directing all the shows. So. But
2: I think that's what makes her such a great director is that she just, she knows how an actor works. And mm-hmm. she, it's, uh, listen, if you come to our set, it's unlike any other set uh, that you'll ever see because she's, like, barking stuff out. She's participating in the scene, you mm-hmm. uh, know, in, in a side coaching kind of, but it's more than a side coach. It's like she's a, she's a player mm-hmm. uh, in it. So th- I think that's, yeah, but we did not know know what we were doing no we did not know how to break a story i I had wow. sold some scripts so I knew a little bit uh, but not much and Nancy had edited a movie so she knew a little bit but mm-hmm. not much and so I think to, I think we had just mm-hmm. enough skills together uh to kind of piecemeal this this uh, what was what turned out to be a, a pilot presentation that sony uh, paid for,
0: and uh, we were, and then they, when the when TBS bought it, we became the showrunners on it, which is nowadays like unheard, like that yeah, never would happen.
2: But but one of the reasons it did is because of this process. Mm-hmm. Nobody else knew how to do yeah. it. Mm-hmm. You couldn't un, you couldn't uncork the bottle. No. I mean, it was it, it, it was they didn't they had no that was one of the beauties yeah. of the whole thing is that they really didn't know how we made this shit
0: we in fact we got to skip over the pilot process we oh, wow. went right into shooting the show because they were like this is a new thing this is before The Office came out mm-hmm. so they were like w-, and not that The Office is improvised but they were like we don't know what you do we'll it didn't take look it- like other things right Right. And, and then we and in fact in, in the 10 items we used to, he used to was talking to camera and then all of a sudden The Office came out and they said, You can't have them talking to camera. We're yeah. Like, oh my God. Really?
2: Yeah. 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 We had the pilot cut with mm-hmm. me talking to camera. And we and were then like, like, Oh, this no. big show came out. And we were well, like, no. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. But the, you know, the, and I think the other thing about it is, is that we're, because we're just a two person ma- band, we're really, you know, efficient. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're really friendly to a budget. <laughs> We've also, the mm-hmm. two of us have gotten really good with budgets. We now, we had a, a thing our, our first season where, You know, uh, a line producer kind of screwed up and, you know, we went over budget. And all of a sudden we came to the set and stuff had been taken away. Like my monitor. Yeah, and we were like, <laughs> oh my And and this God. person had always said, look, you worry about the art, I'll worry about the business, and suddenly we knew that was total bullshit. Yeah. And we had to worry about the business. And so we started to learn Excel spreadsheets mm-hmm. and how budgets work and sure. you know what is this. And bullshit where everything line was hidden. Item. And yeah. Like,
0: why is there an why air are, conditioning cost of three hundred thousand yeah. dollars? Why do we have a ten thousand dollar fax
2: machine mm-hmm. line item here? Well, that's the way Sony does it and we'd be like well you know that's a lot for us and so (laughs) you know so I think all of those things kind of we just became they couldn't they could not deconstruct the show if they wanted to Mm -hmm. without having nothing
1: so tell me from a storytelling point of view how you guys learned how to tell stories in this way during this process
2: well we knew they had to have a beginning middle (laughs) (laughs) that we knew because you can't do it without an end.
0: I mean, you know, I don't think it's all that different uh from just learning what what the, you know what the the um how to break a s- sure. story for anything
1: but the fact that you guys are running all of this and this is you know your first big thing god you're right now that
2: you I, put I, it I, that I'm way so i'm like how the hell does this happen how are we going to do it maybe we don't know what I we're doing know. you must have learned everything that's what i'm <laughs> implying yes we, um,
0: very quickly we did and we didn't you know in, in i we've always been this sort of like um like i always said to john like i want to be the cool kids for once like we're always like the sort sort of oddball y like like we have you know amazing fans like incredible but like you know it is a very culty thing like our thing has always mm-hmm. been a little like that and um why let me interrupt for a second why do you think that is? I think in the beginning the show didn't look like any other show out there and I think partially because we had to um the way it was edited kind of got chopped up a little bit. Uh, um partially because I think it was our first, oh, we have to get this into Hmm. 21 and a half minutes. Um, And then partially there was just like a lot of like, we can be super racy and the actors could be. And so sometimes, I don't know, we just didn't really... Um, we do, it, the show didn 't look like your normal sitcom mm-hmm. and so and back then these kinds of shows didn 't exist, and reality shows didn 't really exist you know we had reno
2: nine one one which mm-hmm. was a completely improvised show, but not the narratives weren 't king on that yeah. show and the same mm-hmm. I think the thing that has saved us is that we just love telling a story yeah. we really do like the story I mean we want to get we always want to get to those moments. Where the stakes are high, you know, and yet you get to like we were saying before, you need, you know, mm-hmm. is oh, my God, the conflict is here and we get to be funny while we deal with that conflict. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, I, I, you know, Spinal Tap is what changed my life when I saw that movie. Mm-hmm. I was a kid and young guy in a movie theater, and I saw that movie, and I was it was the most mm-hmm. ridiculous thing I had ever seen, and yet they got the guys play it mm-hmm. so real, you know, and it's mm-hmm. about the love, but you know, this. "Quote unquote platonic love between the, the the lead singer and lead guitar, and I just thought that was so great. And Monty Python uh, at times too, you know, it's so absurd, but they just played mm-hmm. it so so real. So I think story really facilitates that. If you have a re- if you're really concerned about this other person because of the narrative, yeah, it's easier to play, and the sure. comedy just flows better. So." You know, we just I just we just always felt that, you know, strong narrative would make it funnier. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like this other thing that we had to plug in. Right. You know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. When was there a point at which you guys felt like you were getting it right on Ten Items? (laughs) Like when things really were coming together, everything. Oh, there was There are episodes
2: that I just I, I think still hold up in a good. And I'm you sure know it. our fan. You know one of the reasons we have Quick Draw is because ten items or less did so well on Hulu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It they, and,
0: and it, if that were on TBS today, it would be like their biggest hit. Yeah. It was huge. <laughs> yeah. So it, so
2: you know I, I guess. But yeah, the the shows that that grab me the most are kind of like where we are in second season of Quick Draw, where mm-hmm. the characters start having background because mm-hmm. the thing about improv sure. is. You generate all this backstory... Now, some of it gets aired because Nancy chooses to cut it in. Mm-hmm. But even the stuff that doesn't, we're all there while it's being created. So, you know, as an actor, you have this power. You can say, mm-hmm. I remember an actor on Ten Items said, Oh, my God, if my character says he drives a Ferrari, then we're going to have a Ferrari <laughs> next. And I'm yeah. like, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> but, ever. yes, I get your point. You know, and, and like, for example, one of the characters on Ten Items in an improv just started talking about his dream was to be an ice skater. Mm-hmm. And we followed that into this huge, you know, character... It was his drive, you know, and so there's just so much, you know, texture, yeah. texture there's there. There's a different kind of discovery than yeah. The, the, yeah. the writing process. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, and then Nancy and I just, we're kind of improvising in the writer's room. Just I I write to crack Nancy up.
0: And I do the same. I, and, and funnily enough, like the things, I think if you knew the two of us, the things you would think I wrote – He wrote, and because we're writing with the other person in our head. What are those things?
1: What do you think each of you brings to the table in that way, at least as far as interests
0: well obviously John has incredibly funny dialogue like just a, as far as just you know I think i'm into gags i i, I love a gag yeah but you're but she's very into mysteries yeah very into true. things being kind
2: of complex twists, turns mm-hmm. things you do that's why the procedure on quick draw works so well you know we have tons of things where you're like what wait a minute but you, you
0: like that too i know yeah, yeah.
2: We're, I mean yeah. we're we're really nerdy yeah uh we you know we, John
0: loves history I mean if if you've if there's some like long pop paragraph about history, I guarantee you he wrote it. There's no way. I, yeah, I'm half the time I'm like, you know, when if I have to tell another actor, okay, so you know, you're you were, you know okay, wait, wait, John, John. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of John, John. We're not
2: blown away with like pop culture that much. It's not like at the top of our list of things mm-hmm. to want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um you know
0: we're not good at making fun of of other people we're it, meaning like mm-hmm. that kind of like really hip humor like we're i don't know why like, you know what I mean like where it's hold like on. like I can what, bring like what hey, do you think is that is like you know like hey Kim Kardashian, you know she's. <laughs> She's got a big butt. I don't know. I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't
2: think that's funny at all. I, I love her. Out. The impression I mean? of hip humor. See, was I can't the even thing do I've
0: it. I can't even do it.
2: We're not mean spirited, which yeah. is interesting. And I, I mean,
0: I think, we are in real life. Yeah, that's just, true.
2: We true. fucking hate people. <laughs> We're so bitter. I mean, you know, look at our career. We should have really? a lot more money, a yeah. lot more, and a third season. For okay. fuck's sake! All right,
0: let's. Let's take it Do you it know about a
2: third season yet? Yeah, I do. We've got... So I, you don't I have one, Nancy. It. We
0: got it!
2: I just you heard on the way over. Ugh. I just thought I'd announce it on the Nerdist. We got a third season, 12 episodes, a million Our and a half per... Our is having
0: a total yeah. freaking meltdown <laughs> Thank you, it. Hulu. Yeah! We don't know. No, we don't know. In all reality. We don't know. We That's don't. why we can joke about it. Yeah. Because we don't, we don't know. know. We don't know. But we, we, know. we do know that it's doing really well. Really top well. Top five on their site. Of which, which is not huge. something they
2: could manipulate without telling anybody. Yeah. Oh, wait. Okay. <laughs> Listen, it's um, legitimate. That top five.
1: If I give you this shovel, will this go better? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? Uh, well, the other thing I'm curious to hear about. Uh, so, this is uh, you've described some of the things that you guys are interested in and some of the things you are not interested in. Um, <laughs> Besides, like Spinal Tap, which is is great to hear about, what were some of the other comedy influences for you guys?
0: Um, Mike Lee was a, is a huge influence for me. Interesting, uh, and and early on, I I remember uh, I was at an audition, and the woman from um, I can't remember the name of the movie that he did was there was a woman who was an actress in it, and she and I got into this long talk about the process, about his process, and uh, I before I. I uh, started to direct for the first time. I I thought about it a lot. You know mm. the way he would like he worked with an actor for a year, Ugh. and then he would bring them in. They wouldn't oh, know what they were doing. God. Just doing backstory. Oh my god, they
2: don't live together. It sounds <laughs> no, no, foreign. they didn't
0: even know each other. So oh. like if you played oh, yeah. somebody's father, oh my god. Sometimes they would. Sometimes it would be. And Thanks. just I taught. I thought. I thought about it a lot, and I was like, God, this that sounds really interesting, and um. But, you know, yeah, it, is, it also sounds super boring, too, at the same time. But I love the, I love the idea of two people meeting and having to really yeah. listen to mm-hmm. each other. Well, it
1: feels like that's what you guys are doing in a room together. Yeah. yeah you you know what John is going to do and you know what answers yes, you bring. And mm-hmm. like that's true. You're getting that, yeah. which is done on a much smaller scale. There's
0: such a deep trust that has to go on. And, and you know, for anybody out there who, like, writes alone, I... I I'm so sorry because there is nothing better than having a great partner that you respect and that you're like, you know, uh, he he makes me Mm -hmm. better. So it's like I I I just feel very lucky. I I texted him the other Mm. day. I hope one of us doesn't die because the other one will really
2: we should get insurance.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
2: we really should. (laughs) We also uh, we both like Howard Stern a lot.
0: Oh, we yeah. We, we're really? obsessed
2: That's with Howard Stern. I would not have guessed that. <laughs> really? Oh, oh, God. Howard's so great. Mm-hmm. And uh, What is it about him? He's just so honest. I just yes.
0: love that. It, that. He he reminds me weirdly of John a lot. Like, he's just very, like, balls on the table.
2: Yeah. Balls on the table. Say. By the way, could you take him Take no, your balls. No, put no them they're, on the they're table. Stay, I'll take them off when we're done. <laughs> or when we get picked up, whatever comes first. Someone call him. Who else do we really like? Or well, Monty it? Python. Uh, mm-hmm. m- trashy Mysteries, we both enjoy. Yes,
0: Luther. I mean, I, I watch great. a lot of like dark stuff like that. I mm-hmm. love Walking Dead, I love it. I'm, like, the person who, like, finds Walking Dead, like, 10 years after everybody. Well. I'm like, you guys, there's this great show. It's called The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: hmm. We both, like, we're both big gamers. We yeah, play a we lot loved of video to, games. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Sony we gave us a
0: PlayStation it. 3, and it was, like, production halted for, We like were three in weeks. post
2: on our third yeah. season, and they gave us both PlayStations. Oh, I mean, I don't know <laughs> who made that decision. Oh, God my bless God. People them. Come
0: but like, we have a color character. We're like, we're at the third stage of Oblivion. We just need- <laughs> I'm about need to buy to a the Borble Sword, it, and as do soon you know as we did it,
2: yeah. Yeah. Great game, oblivion. Yeah. That was God. fun. Oh, God, I missed World that. of Warcraft just mm. totally
0: ripped them off. Mm-hmm. And then I became a World of Warcraft yeah. insane person for yeah. a while. I, mean, I still think about it. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be like lying out in the sun. And I'll think like in a weird way, like I was walking through the game mm-hmm. in the sun, thinking mm-hmm. that that was a beautiful day that yeah. day. <laughs> uh, in Orgamar. But it was always beautiful in Oregon Mark. I just
2: like the first person shooters. I just love to mm. kill, 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 kill. I could do it. For
0: I love all, it the too. rest of my
2: life. If you put me on a dilated drip, yes. and like sustained me somehow with an IV bag. I what, could just. Yeah. Oh.
0: And then what we like to tag team it. So one person will be sort of, as I'm playing and shooting, he'll be like the the character of the other person. Yes. Like, Die, bitch. And then I'm like, yeah. no. That's the job
2: is of the yeah. wingman. Yeah. You know, you He's gotta, a good
0: wing. Yeah. He's a good. I'm not such a great wing. Yeah, you are.
2: You are. I'm and okay. you're very good, observant. Open that chest. There might be something yeah, in I there. Yeah, I do. I do like that. You know, that. that kind of thing. Mm. We don't play anymore, though. I know. We haven't played in like over a year.
0: Oh, I've. Pl- I mean, we've played separately. Yeah.
2: We used yeah. to play together a lot. Sorry, yeah. we went down a hole there. We could t- and we could for you guys quite a while. <laughs> get anything done.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. We work hard, man. Now,
2: now there's no dicking around.
0: But we we do bankers' hours. We get yeah. in at ten. Mm-hmm. We do our stuff. Like we're not like, hey, what'd you do this weekend? Like you know. We hear
2: about all these writers' rooms where they roll in at 10, 30, yeah. 11, and then they dick around until yeah. lunch, and then they have lunch, yeah. and then they start really writing at two, and then they complain yeah. about getting home at two in the
0: morning. <laughs> yeah, we're like, no, we're in reality, done at five. They just
2: just hate their families, and that's why they're doing it.
0: We come in, mm-hmm.
2: listen, everybody, we're working. Yeah, let's get this shit done.
0: <laughs> yep, now, and we 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 also work out hard at yeah. twelve o'clock. Um, we both work. I go run, and John, I work. I work so out to a DVD, horribly sweaty. To um, what's her name, uh, Jillian? Jillian Michaels. Michaels. Sure. And he works out every
2: day. That bitch. Oh, as he she, works she's out, she's such a bitch. I would use the c word when <gasps> the way she treats me. Yeah. So.
0: And he's sort of obsessive about it. Like, I'm like, hey, I'm going to buy you a new uh, DVD Mm-mm. so you can do a different workout. No, he's like, no. 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 And she then he mounts what she says yes. along with her.
2: Well, and there are two hotties behind her who do all the squats and everything. They're so. God, I love I them. took a turn. Yeah. Yeah,
0: sorry. Um, <laughs> we, it took a turn a long are time you guys, ago.
1: Yeah, no, as soon as you got yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you guys making the show that you want to make?
0: Yes, and that that's the fantastic thing about being on Hulu, I have to mm-hmm. say, is, like, you know, there's one great thing about being the, you know, the weirdo is, like, they are letting us kind of do our thing. Yeah, and...
2: you got to hand it to them. I mean, anybody, I have to say, they're the best people we've ever worked with. Yeah. Uh, they... You know, for us, it's not like this new – everybody's like, oh, my God, you're in the new space of digital. And to us, it doesn't feel like that at all. It feels like any other network that we've – or studio that we've worked with except that – there's some. There's a lot of respect for our process. Mm-hmm. Uh, they give us notes on scripts. They give us notes on cuts when we're shooting. Uh, very little. Hmm. They just get out of the way. I mean, with our,
0: it would be difficult. Yeah, with our style, <laughs> stop. You'd have to run out and be like, everyone, stop talking. <laughs> what are you
2: doing? You know, you shouldn't be saying that. But they have an incredible amount of faith in us. Mm-hmm. You know, and they've given us the room to do our jobs, mm-hmm. which yeah. a lot of places mm-hmm. don't do. They second guess yeah. you doing the job that they hired you to do which really sucks uh, these guys don't do that
0: but they also make you think I mean they do get in there with notes and go okay did you guys think about this and that and this and and um, you know I think the cuts are better for it mm-hmm. and, but they also go take it or leave it and that's I, I yeah. think, I think because great. they say take it or leave it you're like, we're going to take it.
2: Yeah, then you, when they say, like, look, you don't have to do this note if you don't want to, it does make the note more powerful. Yeah. Because then it's then you realize they truly are coming from a place of trying to make the show better. Right. And it's not a place of ego of trying to show, hey— Boss, see mm-hmm. this note. I told them to do, and they're doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah, so I think it makes sure. better product.
1: Uh, what does post production look like
2: for you? <laughs> it must be endless.
1: A
0: beach house. <laughs> or, uh,
2: I'm I'm the post production coordinator yeah. supervisor. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Nancy is uh, is the editor. Seriously, mm-hmm. uh,
0: uh, but we have we have uh, two other editors. One other main editor who will um, break down. You know, essentially, you know, they they're getting like. 25 hours of footage and they'll sort of put it into long form Mm -hmm. and then we'll work together to sort of get it to a place where it's watchable like Mm -hmm. a sort of what would you say 40, 30 minute cut and then John and I sit and painstakingly go through and go this is what we want in and here's the jokes that are on the floor and here's the
2: Yeah, I remember I said that no, that, uh, yeah, we Mm -hmm. tried that, that, you know, and and you're kind of just making sure that you've got the best stuff and that the narrative you know holds i mean that that narrative's got we just feel very strongly it's got to be there that's got to drive
0: this thing i mean the weird thing about i think what we do is because um, it's improv it 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 almost like the fact that john's starring in it i'm directing it you know we're editing it we're we really have to be in it throughout because like for example on the floor you know, if John goes and does some great riff, but somehow we didn't cover him doing the setup to the riff mm-hmm. because, you know, we only have three cameras. Sometimes there's 20 people on, you know, and some and a lot of times it's like somebody says something hilarious or maybe not so hilarious. So you don't remember it, but it sparked what he mm. said and, it you know, sparked this huge thing. So mm-hmm. you you've kind of if you're it, it helps that we've written it. That we're in it from the beginning to the end because, you know, then you don't have these huge pockets of, oh, my God, we can't use that joke because we don't have anything. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But we're posting right now out of Nancy's Place in Venice. Mm -hmm. It's me, Nancy, and right now we have two assistant editors. Mm -hmm. Usually we just have one. Mm -hmm. And that's it.
0: And then Maura. And and, and more
2: Corey, the editor she was talking about, and a couple of other editors who helped early on. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's just it's so funny because you start when you're writing, you're all alone with just the whiteboard. Mm-hmm. And then it blows up to this big set where everybody's bringing you coffee. And how doing, you doing? Mm-hmm. You yeah. okay? And then it ends up just me and
0: Nancy <laughs> playing video you know,
2: yeah, with a half thing of mm-hmm. peanuts. It's there's <laughs> yeah. no there's no good food around. It's over. It's over. It's just the two of us gluing it together.
1: Yeah. Seems like you guys are OK with that.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's
1: true. Uh, so the season is over at the end of this month. Is that how it works?
2: Uh,
0: we have yeah. four more to I go. That's, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, so a few more weeks worth. Yeah. Four more to um, go, and uh, people love it. You guys are happy with it. What more do you want?
0: A million dollars.
1: Well, I yeah, and more, and to make more, yeah,
0: yeah. So is this Actually, is this the show for want. you
2: guys? Like, are you?
0: Oh uh, yeah, I'm sure I mean, you have other
2: ideas, but it, it feels like you guys are. Our really, agents have us pitching other stuff out there, yeah. but this is the show we want to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we love it. It just it all kind of just came together in such a nice way, and the and the cast is awesome. Right, I mean, they're it's just so, solid.
0: You know, it, it's so rare to to meet a group of people who all. Are so ready to work mm. and like there's no egos and it, it's crazy. I mean, we're just totally like, please make this last forever because we just but season love it.
2: Three is when they all turn into dicks. Yeah, I mean that's. I thought it was no, two that they were supposed to do. I thought it was two, three, three big is money. Yeah. Yeah well, yeah. well. Good. We won't have that
1: problem. <laughs> uh, congratulations on it, you guys. I will end, and we we talked about this briefly, but just by asking you, what you are watching on television? What are you talking about with each other, with your families, with your friends?
0: Um, I just watched the season finale of um, uh, Blo- uh, True Blood. True Blood. Which I. Sorry. I know. I'm. I don't know. I said I. I feel like they're just going to stop talking. That's going to be the end of it. But I love the characters and I totally got sucked in to every single season. And
2: I, she's gotten me watching. I'm watching True Blood when I'm after I'm done yeah. doing the DVD workout, I get on her bike and I bike and I watch 20 minutes of True Blood every day.
0: And that's that's by the way is a good structure. Yeah, it I love I love how in the first couple of seasons they end on that bang and you're like Boom!
2: Yeah, and then I'm also reading. I'm reading some Nancy. I Nancy's a big technology person, so I just follow behind her and pick up the technology she throws away when she (laughs) buys the newest thing. Hmm. So I have her old Kindle, which is loaded with these Bosch the Bosch novels, the detective Bosch. Do you know them? Those are old.
0: Ready Player One.
2: Ready Player One. I just read that. I'm reading all this great trash. I'm just loving it. Um, Loving it.
0: I watch any. You bring up a show, and I probably watched it.
2: But I I, love... I'm playing Tomb Raider right now. Really? Yeah. Is that still a thing? Yeah, yeah, it's good. The um, new one. The new one. The new one. It's good. And then I'm also playing um, Madden Football... But 2011. Wait, they made a Mad Men football? Mad- <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> amazing. Seems like those suits. to a lot of uh, people. I know. Uh, the the uh, redhead, turns out, uh, is an amazing, amazing right. tackler. Well, I'm in. A, yeah.
1: uh, thank you guys for being here. Everyone should go watch Quick Draw. It's super fun. And the cl- there's clearly a lot of love behind it. It's, that is true. It, it really thank comes you. across. Yeah. yeah.
2: Thank yeah. you. Thanks, Thanks
1: for having Thanks a
0: lot. Us. Now leaving Nerdist.com. I'm just kidding.